Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Swinging a liner to left, base hit! Put it in the books! Here comes Escobar. He scores the winning run. Marte slams his helmet down at first. The Mets have swept the Yankees. They have defeated them 3-2. to two. The Mets pour out of the dugout. They are mobbing Sterling Marte to the right of second base. A swing and a high fly ball to center field. This is going to go. Three-run homer, Albert Pujols. Number 686 in his career. From the beginning of this thing, if... You understood and you looked at it. You could see these problems coming. I've said it. You basically have now legalized cheating. I said that I think the first week that, you know, this came out. So we are where we are. I don't cheat. I don't lie. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Boy, this SEC is a wild place, TJ. Pack our bags. That's Lane Kiffin. We were just talking about Lane yesterday. Our 23rd ranked team was Ole Miss. Uh, I don't disagree with him. His, his um, claim is, all right, we're not amateurs. We're going to be pro sports. Fine. If we're going to be pro sports. We need a salary cap on this NIL thing. Makes sense to me. I mean, you got salary cap in pro sports. If we're going to be a professional, if college football is going to be a professional football junior, then... I don't. Th- I don't think the idea of a salary cap is a bad idea to at least level the playing field to some extent. Teach, do you? Salary cap, whatever it needs to be. No one understands it. E- even coaches don't understand what they are and aren't supposed to do. What's legal? What isn't legal? What's considered legal and not legal? Because he's right. There's no rule with any of it, so it's all legal. But it all twists back to kinda. That's what, yeah, exactly. It can't be an incentive to go to the school, which is like everybody knows it's that's just, what it is. That's what he's saying. Yeah, you know, you've legalized cheating. And yeah. Jimbo's right, too, when he says, I don't cheat because. I don't cheat and I don't lie. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying he doesn't lie, but in his eyes, what he's doing is completely <laughs> illegal <laughs> because no one understands the rules. There are no rules. Uh, just let me handle it. Boy, Jimbo's really mad at you. I'm Jimbo. Yeah, I mean, but so Lane's exactly next, right. And that's the next step, right? Yes, it's, like, it's, it's got to right, be. Well, I mean, we're going to NIL this thing. You guys can pay the players, all that kind of stuff now. But we got to at least put some sort of a a measuring stick. When we get down to our 64 teams we all think we're headed toward, 
are four power five or three power five or whatever this is going to end up looking like. When we finally settle on how this college slash pro football is going to look, there's going to have to be a salary cap then, at least, if not now. So, Lane, I haven't made a habit out of saying I agree with Lane Kiffin too often in my broadcasting career, but I agree with Lane uh, with Lane Kiffin. All right, I got that, some this and that, that TJ. I'm going to rifle through some this and that. Feel free to comment on any of these as I go through. We got team number 22, by the way, coming up. Bottom of the hour, Teach. Bottom of the hour, we unveil team number 22 in the countdown. Uh, very much look forward to the open today. Three teams so far. Nebraska 25, K-State 24. Yesterday, Ole Miss at 23. Sad news from the world of Sooner Sports yesterday. Leon Cross passed away. Um... I had the opportunity not long ago, a couple of years back maybe, to work with Leon. Uh, we, we went back and watched an old, he and some of his teammates went back and watched the old game against Army uh, back at Yankee Stadium. Um, and we've done a few things together. Just a great, gentle man. And unfortunately, passed away yesterday. Uh, did a lot of stuff for OU athletics through the year. Football player, assistant coach, administrator. He was affiliated with OU for a long, long time. Uh, assistant coach for Jim McKenzie and Chuck Fairbanks. Um, he was a part of the 47 game win streak back in the day. And TJ. One of the all-time great nicknames, the Old Rugged Cross. I mean, that come that, on. No, that's excellent, excellent nickname. Leon, the Old Rugged Cross. That that might be number one on the all-time OU football nickname list. Um, but passed away yesterday. You ever, you ever have any occasion to... Uh, Run in or talk to Leon or off, be, yeah, off he, the he, air. He, he was a frequent guest to to this station yeah. uh, over the years, so I've talked to him on the phone several times. Uh, very pleasant, uh, wonderful gentleman. So yeah, oh, just a great, yeah, just a great guy. I was, I didn't know. I was shocked by that yesterday. I had no idea. The Thunder have hired the preeminent shooting teacher in the NBA, TJ Chip England. Uh, how about that? The Thunder have hired a shooting coach. Comes from San Antonio. He has spent the last 17 years with uh, Popovich and has up and left and joined Sam Presti now and will be the new shooting coach for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Your thoughts, TJ? My thoughts were the pre- preeminent, I can't even say that word, shooting coach in you the NBA. you got a lot of vowels in preen- there. Uh, yeah. Preeminent. Uh, shooting coach in the NBA, who has been with uh, many world championship teams with the Spurs under Popovich. Never heard of the guy. That's what I thought yesterday when that announcement was made and everyone was losing their minds. I was like, none of you have ever heard of this guy. Are you kidding me, Chip England? <laughs> yeah, you've never I've heard been of him. I've a big Chip England you, fan for a Chip long Chip England. Time. I've never heard the words long, Chip England in my life time. through all of San Antonio's runs, the success they've had. Mm-hmm. I've never heard him Huge credited Chip with England anything fan. and turning all these guys into these great shooters. All of a sudden yesterday, the list went on and on, and I'm like, Chip England? Who's Chip England? 
That's what I thought yesterday. You will not find a bigger Chip England fan than this guy right here. <laughs> I think that's every Thunder fan suddenly yesterday. Like, ooh, this was the hire I was hoping they made, Chip England. Yeah. Well, they did it. They did it. They got him a shooting coach. And I think that's a good thing, TJ, because um, you don't follow basketball as closely as I do. I wouldn't <laughs> expect you to know this. Shooting is important. <laughs> I heard. Yeah. Maybe he could work with a couple Turn of those Turn Kawhi guys. Leonard's career know, around this Chip England guy did. Yeah, that's did right. He? That's right. Yes, he did. Mike Trout has a rare spinal condition that could affect him for the rest of his career. It's spinal. It's spinal. Uh, he said, slow Trout your roll, everyone. Said, yeah. Yeah, it's not a big deal. But... And and I'm sure he's right. He's like, I got, I just got to do my exercises and my stretching, and everything's going to be okay. Uh, I mean, take it from someone who's had back issues. Like this sounds like bad news. Like, yeah, I mean, especially the way they put it out yesterday. I'm like, oh man, this guy's career may be over, and that's what he was trying to tell everybody to pump the brakes on yesterday. That my career's not over. But then you go on to read more about it, and there's certain doctors, and they're like. Ah, he's really got to uh, watch the way he uh, swings, uh, catches dives. the ball, dives, jumps, runs. runs. And I'm like, so everything Mike Trout is known to do, right. he's got to really be careful with. So I hope he's right. I mean, he's a, it's the best player of this generation and a Hall of Famer. And, you know, I've always been against him because he plays for the Angels. But... You don't want to see him go out like this and have his career shortened, but boy, no. when you when you saw some of the doctor's comments yesterday, it was like, I hope he's right, and he just needs to stretch a little bit, but didn't sound good at all. Sounds to me like he's going to be a DH a little sooner yes, than very much people so. would have thought, right. just to keep him from diving around in the outfield and stuff like that. So, still have never seen a Mike Trout regular season at bat. <laughs> Stop it. Yes, you have. I have not. <laughs> there is, it's not. impossible. That's not possible. When would I have seen it? What what Angels games are he's, on my TV? He's been around for, what is this, his 11th or 12th season now? You've had yeah, to have caught Mike Trout in a regular season at bat at least once. Not that I can remember. <laughs> That's a problem with his career. As I just said, he's the best player of this yeah. generation. He's a Hall of Famer, and he's been on a terrible sure. team that they've tried to build around him, and it still stinks. Top 10 all-time, maybe? Got two megastars on that team right now, and they're horrible. Mm -hmm. Not sure I've seen a Shohei Otani regular season at bat either. I've seen highlights. Don't get me wrong. I've seen You're talking Center. watching an actual game, not watching yeah. a SportsCenter highlight. I Right. Like, I guess are they, they probably in the playoffs haven't... ever? No. No. I, I, yeah, I, no, I you're right. No. We did play the Angels a couple of years ago, but I'm positive we didn't face Otani. I think he was hurt for the series. I, mean, I don't even know if Otani was on the team yet, honestly, when we played the Angels in a interleague play. So maybe I caught a uh, uh, trout at bat that I don't remember, but I don't ever remember a Mike. I know, don't ever remember it. Speaking of baseball, the Yankees made a big move last night. They pick up Andrew Benintendi 
from your Kansas City Royals. That's okay. The Royals got plenty of Oklahoma Sooners to plug into the lineup after the uh, draft this year. <laughs> That's Jeez. true. Royals. Holy cow. They gave up three minor league uh, prospects, pitching prospects, to the Royals for him. Uh, right-hander Beck Way, right-hander Chandler Champlain, left-hander T.J. Sikama. T.J. hates T.J. Sikama, by Can't the way. The lefty. Uh, and the Yankees pick up a big bat. Now, there is, uh, I mean, it is seems like it's a done deal, according to the Reds broadcast last night, that the Yankees are about to get Luis Castillo, too, who is uh, having a great year. And uh, hopefully the Reds can just get every single remaining prospect from the Yankees organization out of them for him. But they're gearing up. They just got swept by the Mets in two games. So Pinstripers unhappy. They go get Ben and Tindy to make themselves feel better. Last night we're gonna we got what trade deadline is um, one week away. When I think. is it, TJ? Okay. Yeah, I think it's next so Wednesday or Thursday. And a big commitment announcement expected tonight that could go the Sooners' way. Is that what I hear, TJ? Another defensive player. What am I asking you for? Are you, you asking me for? Idea, do you? Well, well I, I thought. What do I know about recruiting? To the part, the, the two o'clock hour, the Parker Thune and, uh, and I, I probably have. Hour. I am so confused with everything that's going on. All right, Parker has been all over the place, and that's why even Drake asked me yesterday. He goes, now is Parker anywhere in the next couple of days? That, and I'm like, I don't think so. Like, he's been in Kansas City. He's been in Dallas. He's been back to Kansas City. His car blew up. Um, then he was back somewhere else. Like, I can't tell you how many times he's told me somebody's committing or somebody's supposed to. And so, yeah, probably. You're probably right. And I'll go back to what you and I talked about last week. I don't remember this many kids committing in July as they have this year. June and July. Uh, it's just no. weird. No, if they get this guy tonight, I think it's nine. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this guy's another big-time player. I mean, that's the encouraging thing here. Uh, you know, we've gone from some people in a panic to, hey, oh, you sitting pretty in recruiting. But it's what they've done on the defensive side of the ball that is like, all right. I mean, that's got, you know, Teddy and every – well, not just Teddy, all the Sooner fans who have been unhappy with the caliber of defense played around here. The minute Brent Venables was named their head coach, it was like, all right, we're going to start playing defense again. And you're seeing it. I mean, you're seeing it immediately in recruiting. He is going and getting guys – and winning recruiting battles against the big boys. For defensive players, TJ. Not for wide receivers and quarterbacks. and all, We need all that stuff. But how long has it been since OU's gone and beat the big boys for defensive guys? And they're doing it, you know, repeatedly here. They're locked yeah. in another one with A&M coming up here that, they, that a lot of people feel like OU's got a good shot at, a five-star kid. And so uh, we'll see. I, I'm nothing's... Uh, done until they sign on the dotted line. I understand that, but commitment announcement uh, coming later tonight. And I apologize for getting you mixed up with this Parker Thune guy back in the day. I'll wear that one. Oh, uh, you mentioned uh, you're unhappy with uh, he's a lefty. He's a first lefty, off, I think. He's a lefty. And he's, Parker Thune. He's all over the me? place. His car's breaking down. <laughs> I heard. I heard him say to. Uh, <laughs> he does a great job with recruiting, by the way. But I did hear him say the other day. I don't even remember who who he was referring to, but he was like, 
In all my years of covering the sport, I've never seen anyone better than this guy. In all my years. And I was years. like, what is that, like six months? <laughs> In all my years. All my years. You're 12, dude. Can you buy alcohol yet? You know? <laughs> no, he does a great job. I'm just kidding you, Parker. We need to get him back on. We had him on right before this run started in July. Because, remember, everybody was all up in arms. What, uh, OU was like 43rd in the country in recruiting or something like that? And now they've gone on this run, so we need to get him on again. He's uh, very cranky when you have him on. And, you, and we have to wake him up. So, Oh, really? He's not, a, he's not an early riser most days. Well, then, all the more reason to wake him up. <laughs> all right, quick break. We're uh, quickly approaching team number 22. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Know who else isn't fooling? Terry Saxon. He's serious. $8.99 listing fee. Same service you get from any other realtor out there. $8.99. Saving you thousands of dollars. Are you serious? I'm not serious. Terry's serious. He doesn't mess around. 405-361-3380 or SaxonRealtyGroup.com. Bag up, bag up. Bag up, Terry. Put it in reverse, Terry. Put it in reverse. Oh, Lord. Lord, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Serious. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Baker cannot lose the job to Dash. Uh, I'm guessing that's from The Incredibles. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He does look like him. He does. Uh, Dad joke of the day. Okay. What did the 80 year old pirate say on his birthday? I don't know. What did he say? I made it. Get it? Oh, I I'm 80. 80. I'm 80. You'll be Thor tomorrow. Uh. The Tombardi Trophy is coming back to Tampa Bay. That's what this texter says. I don't know who this is from the 918, but they are looking, fan they are looking to get after you. Yeah. Congratulations on being a Tampa Bay fan for like three years. <laughs> bandwagoner it's like, it's like sasquatch oh man uh last one here says toby is a&m considered the big boys you did say they got one from one of the big boys it's a good question uh, it's, a, it's a legitimate no. question yeah no 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 they are not they are not uh that's my mistake but that's my mistake yes the one that they are the five star i think is down to ou and a&m a&m not a big boy Great facilities, TJ. Not a big point. But there have been some Bamas and Georgias that they've been uh, tussling with uh, recruits for out there. So thank you for that correction. A very important correction. What else you got for me, TJ? You know, they, the most successful, uh, you know, athletes to ever come out of A&M do perfect. That's hmm. probably uh, legitimate, I would say. Probably true. Yeah, probably yeah. true. Uh, we're caught up on the text line. All right, 405-651-3439 if you want to chime in. 
by the way, we're getting to 94 as a high today with a 40% chance of more rain this afternoon. Did you get rain yesterday? Did not. No, we did not receive it. I didn't either, man. It was raining everywhere around I us. I saw those storms keep popping up, and like I can't remember yes. where it was. And uh, Michael Armstrong ah. was like, look, it was 104 at this spot right here. It is now 88. And I'm like, wow, bring that here. I so. could see it. like You know how you could see the streaks in the sky? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like I could see it everywhere around us. Like, come on, one of you hit me. It just—it was like a traffic. They were like a, a road course. They were weaving all around us. Yesterday. Hopefully today. <laughs> Doesn't ninety-four sound delicious though? High of ninety-four. It um, it's amazing the difference it feels. Like yesterday, I was like, man, I cannot believe how hot it is. And then I heard him say it was the second hottest day of the summer so far. But, yeah, when you go from that to 94, it seems like you just had a massive cold front come in, and it's awesome. So I can't wait till tomorrow when it's 88, 89 degrees. Derek Jeter documentary, The Captain, parts three and four tonight. I still haven't seen part two yet. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have time to catch it or not. We'll see. But it's a I busy night. Brother Big Brother, tonight. two episodes yeah, of uh, Jeter. See, I told you, this is the thing with the Jeter doc. Like, the first one, I watched it, I liked it, I enjoyed it. But now it just keeps coming. I've, I've already behind on part two. Now I got parts three and four. I'm going to be behind on that. Dude, give me one two-hour documentary. I'll watch it. Quit this stringing it out over well, all this. Well, that time. was the problem with this one. Like, they're spreading it out too far. Like, if you want to run it an hour each night for five nights, you know, a Monday through Friday thing, then... I get that, but like when you said I haven't seen part two, I have, and then I'm thinking back, wait, what happened in part two? Because it was a week ago now, and I'm like, he played okay. for the Yankees. Yeah, I know. I'm, it's I'm not just that trying big to of a remember mystery. what happened he in the played episode. Shortstop for the Yankees, <laughs> but they've got it too far spread out. Like uh, six weeks or whatever it is until this thing's complete. Like people are going to be like you and just cash out on it. So, is he that interesting of a guy? Not to have it spread out like this in this many episodes. He's not Michael Jordan. He's got some interesting storylines, but they hit on the A-Rod stuff last episode, so that was in part two now, I remember. He's a good-looking guy, so he had some girlfriends. You want to hear about the baskets, the gift baskets, if they were true, and why he did it and how he did it. And we're not going to hear about, about that. And you wanted to hear about A-Rod. That's it. I mean, that's that's all you need to hear about with Derek Jeter. Thank you for coming around to me on this one. I mean, I love Derek Jeter, but that's it's it's way too he's, long, too spread out. Gonna, he's not going to talk about the gift baskets and all supposedly that stuff, he, is he? Supposedly it's brought up. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's, that's supposed to be one of the episodes. We'll see. Now, yeah, it may get, get my... mentioned in like one minute in passing, and then they move right on, but it's supposed to be brought up. He'll just kind of smirk and move on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe so. Hey, by the way, I cannot wait for Chris Plank to join us today. I'm not going to say anything because I don't know what he. I'll let him talk about it if he wants. But he sent me a screenshot of a text message he received last night that had me uh, R O F L. Rolling on the floor. Rolling on yeah, the floor. Yeah, R O F L. Yeah, it was like I. I just can't wait for it. I, 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 he needs it's. If you're in advance, Plank, if you're listening right now. Send it to TJ, too, so he can understand what we're going to be talking about at 8.50 this morning. But um, Wait, now I'm really fantastic. curious. What, I, what am I saying? There's no chance he's listening right now. He's doing some national If he's up right now, there. he's not listening because, yeah, he's hosting yeah. Mad Dog or something. Anyway, highly anticipated crossover today because Chris Plank is dealing with something he's never dealt with before. 
And uh, I cannot wait to hear him uh, talk about it. So it's going to be fun. Is it something he's going to want to talk about? I think so. He said we we should have fun with this on the crossover tomorrow. Okay. okay. So I think that has to do with one of his daughters. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. (laughs) The countdown hits 22 next. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. The first blind side of the season sent shockwaves through the house. Good evening, everyone. I'm TJ Perry Moonves, and welcome to Big Brother Coaches Edition. Nick and Lane appear to be a dominant duo putting past feelings behind and joining together as leaders of the Saban squad. But once word got back to Nick that Lane questioned his decision to evict Chris, the blind side was on. Tonight, another house guest will be sent packing. But first, Nick and the Saban squad appear to be in control, but will the newly formed Old Trapper Swoosh Alliance begin chipping away at their foundation? Live from the Palace on the Prairie, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show 2022 Top 25 Countdown brought to you by criminal defense attorney Carter Jennings. Get the defense you deserve with Carter Jennings Law. 405-659-7221 or visit carterjenningslaw.com. Now with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. The old trapper swoosh alliance? Is that what you said? That's what I said. Yeah, that's what's formed in the house. Wow, that sounds powerful. Keep an eye on that. (laughs) That sounds powerful. Saban doesn't mess around, does he? I mean, you he sees one crack in your loyalty and bam, you're gone. You're gone. <laughs> this is the way Big Brother should be, by the way. Every night there should be somebody voted out. The show would take like two weeks, maybe a month. It'd be fantastic. As dumb All as right, these so opens go- are, I have realized how great it would be if they did a coach's edition, though. <laughs> like oh, it would glorious. be tremendous. All right, let's remind you from whence we have come. Three teams revealed so far, starting on Monday with number 25. Nebraska was our 25th-ranked team. Casey Thompson now at quarterback. Sooners will get them third game of the season for Oklahoma. 24. Big 12 opener for the Sooners will be the Kansas State Wildcats in Norman. K-State's got former Nebraska quarterback Adrian Martinez now. They were at 24 and yesterday at 23. Ole Miss at 23. That's where Jackson Dart ended up after he left the steakhouse in Norman. Uh, he ended up going to uh, Oxford and is, uh, you know, competing anyway for the starting quarterback job with the Rebels. Uh, Ole Miss, first half of the schedule looks nice. Second half of the schedule looks brutal. Which brings us to today, the number 22 ranked team. And the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... Did you have this one in the system, Teach? We did, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Been a while, probably, right? 
I could look back on the last few that I've got here, but I don't remember in recent years, no. The Arkansas Razorbacks come in at 22. Woo, Big Suey. The Hogs at 22. What a year last year for Sam Pittman and Arkansas. We got their attention on the east side of the state now, TJ. They beat Texas last year. They beat Texas A&M last year. They beat Mississippi State. They went to Baton Rouge and beat LSU in overtime. They gave Alabama a scare in Tuscaloosa. Remember that game? 42-35 the final in that one. Bama barely escaped. They hammered Penn State in the Outback Bowl. A nine-win season, a great year last year for Arkansas, who announced that they have uh, awakened from the slumber in the SEC West, and they are ready to be a problem. And well, that SEC West be... is tough. No, Ole Miss is in the SEC West, TJ. They've got a reason to be excited about this year, too. Uh, Arkansas has a lot of talent. Uh, returning and they've done a nice job in recruiting they've done a nice job in the transfer portal of course the uh, uh, biggest news for them is that they've got their quarterback back KJ Jefferson big run pass option attack threat he's got a big arm completed 67 percent of his passes last year He's a threat on the ground as well. He'll run you over. Really nice season last year for K.J. Jefferson. Uh, Sam Pittman was able to hang on to Kendall Bryles and Barry Odom as well. Those guys' names thrown around and a lot of other coaching searches out there. But Kendall Bryles back to run the offense for him again this season. Top three tailbacks are back. Raheem Sanders, Dominique Johnson, A.J. Green. All back, four of the five offensive linemen back from last year. Really the big question for them on offense is receiver. And they went and uh, stole Jaden Hazelwood from the Sooners to help there. Of course, he's going to have to stay healthy, which has obviously been a problem in his career. But wide receiver, pass catcher, big playability on the outside is the only real question mark for Arkansas on uh, offense. And they got to keep. K.J. Jefferson uh, uh, healthy. Defensively, lost a couple of key pieces, but they filled in nicely, like I said, landing Landon Jackson in the transfer portal from LSU. They got Jordan Dominic from uh, Georgia Tech. Uh, Eric Gregory, Zach Williams, Jashad Stewart, veterans back in that defensive front. T.J., they've got one of the great names in all of college football, Bumper Poole. Bumper pool, a linebacker Boy, for them. Papa used to have a bumper pool table. I love playing some bumper pool. He might play alongside Poo Paul this year, too. <laughs> you might have bumper pool and Poo Paul next to each other yeah, at linebacker for Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a question on defense, it's in the defensive backfield. Uh, they're a little thin back there and a little bit inexperienced, and we'll see when they face some teams that can throw the ball. Maybe they can uh, – pick it a scab there on the defensive backfield and make them pay for that. But all in all, Teach, I mean, you got a team that had a breakout year last year. 
won some big-time games. They kept their coaching staff intact. They got their quarterback back. They got a lot of really nice pieces back as well. You can see why they're excited in Fayetteville. Here's the problem. Or they would be ranked much higher in my mind, or at least a little higher. I don't know who's in charge of scheduling there at Arkansas, but they should be fired immediately. All right, so you've got your SEC schedule, which is a landmine, right? I mean, it's a field of land. So in the in their SEC schedule, they have South Carolina at home, uh, Texas A&M in Arlington, Alabama at home, at Mississippi State, at Auburn, LSU at home, Ole Miss at home at Missouri. All right, that's hard, but there's nothing you can do about it. That's the schedule the conference gave you. Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, South Carolina. That's that's rough. Listen to their non-conference games. In addition to that, they open with Cincinnati. Now, I think Cincinnati's going to take a step back this year, but still, that's tough. In Fayetteville, week one, Arkansas and Cincinnati. They got Missouri State. That's a team they should beat. In mid-October, they go to BYU. And they've got Liberty, who's a team that's been a royal pain in everybody's backside lately. So a brutal non-conference schedule to add to an SEC schedule And it's just hard to figure out how many games they're going to win this year. I mean, they could lose a couple of non-con games. I I think they'll beat Cincinnati and Fayetteville. I think so, but that's not a layup. At BYU, eh, maybe, probably. I mean, you throw in the Auburns and the Alabamas and the LSUs and the Ole Misses and the Texas A&Ms and Cincinnati and BYU. I mean, this is... Just crazy. There's one break in the schedule, and that's Missouri State. That's it. So nine wins last year, a lot of reason to be excited. I don't know if they can get back to nine wins with this schedule. Teach, I got them at 22. Too high, too low, or just right? Too high. Uh, when you sent it, I thought, oh, that's too low for them. They could possibly win nine, ten games this year. And then I went and started looking, looking at their schedule, and I said, oh, Arkansas, for me, I'm saying too high. One, the schedule is incredibly tough. And I don't know if I have faith that they can back up what they built last year. Like, they've got to prove to me you've got to do it for uh, a couple of years in a row and be consistent with the winning and and win some games maybe you're not supposed to win. So, And with that schedule, I don't think that's going to be the case this year, even with some of the uh, experience they've got coming back. So I'm going to say that you've got them – too high, but if it does it. click for them, if Sam Pittman and those boys go in there and they, they're able to keep it rolling, some of the games fall right with it at home, and I think they're probably better than some of the teams I'm thinking they may fall to. Possibly a 10-2 and two team. Possibly, but I could swing Ooh. it. I could see it swinging the other way. And I mean, if they're a 10-2 and two team, they're in the conversation for a playoff spot because of the schedule they've got. So... Um, I'm going to say too high because I don't think they can run this. And there's there's some stretches where they just don't get to breathe. At A&M, no. you got Alabama at home. 
Mississippi State on the road, BYU on the road, Auburn on the road. And then you have Liberty, like you said, which isn't going to be an easy game. It's at home and LSU's at home. But, man, it's that's a brutal stretch for them. So I could see them, you know, dropping a couple there and then getting down on themselves and then it spiral on them. So I'm going to say too high on Arkansas. Man, if you play in the SEC West, you got to have – Two or three layups in non-con, right? Yes, which is what Alabama's I mean, built themselves on for years outside I'm of that opening for, game. Yeah, I'm all for scheduling. You know, OU goes and gets oh, one tough one a year in Nebraska this year. I, I know Nebraska's not been a juggernaut. You know what I mean, though? You're in the SEC West. You can't be playing Cincinnati and BYU and <laughs> Liberty. I'm sure when they scheduled Liberty, that was supposed to right. be a layup yeah. game. And they lost their quarterback, so maybe Liberty's going to take a big step back this year. I don't know, but still, whew, man, brutal. Hey, but Razorback fans, I'm happy for you. Uh, great year last year. You've got our attention. You've, You've got, got your everybody's song attention. in the top 25 countdown. You've got everybody's attention. you got a, what appears to be a really good head coach and reason to be excited going into this year. So... Uh, this could be a fun season for Arkansas. But right out of the gates, man, you better be ready because Luke Fickle's bringing the Bearcats to town. Bearcats and Razorbacks. Now, that would be a brawl, wouldn't it? Whew. We'll take a break. Phil Elson does the uh, baseball play-by-play and has a talk show over in Fayetteville. He's going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour to educate us up more on Arkansas. I don't think he's the guy that got suspended, is he, TJ, for uh, making fun of the Arkansas catcher last year? I hope no, so. I know he's not. I know. Remember that guy? Remember that guy that? And then the catcher went off in the NCAA tournament. That's right. We will. Uh, we'll talk to Phil Elson about Arkansas football in the eight o'clock hour. We'll be back. Opinions, you've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off twenty four seven three sixty five on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. That's what you'll be telling Terry after he uh, saves you thousands of dollars on the sale of your home. The eight ninety nine listing fee. 405-361-3380. Or check out his website, saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, I will stop listening to this station if I hear more support for the Suck Pigs. I grew up in Arkansas and and the Oklahoma line, and I can tell you they have true hatred for the Oklahoma Sooners. Do not quit saying anything nice about them, Toby. (laughs) I hate Big Brother, and I hate your Opens. They're stupid. Wow. Thank, thank you. Thank you for your positivity today. I appreciate Woo. it. <laughs> we have struck a chord. Uh, hey, guys, love the countdown. Can you tell me what division Ole Miss is in the SEC? In the SEC West. Yeah, it's tough there in the yeah. SEC West. Uh, this says Jeter. The, oh, he signed it. I'm like, it says Jeter coach, but I think that's just Coach T signing his 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 text is simply Jeter. Okay. Derek Jeter, number two. Uh, do you all know what they're building next to the Everest Center? Notice there's a lot of construction going on. That's the new athletic dorms, correct? That's going to have the bridge over top to take them to the stadium? I haven't seen the drawings of exactly what's going in there, but yeah, it's going to be. I know that's the rumor of what's going to happen. Football facility related over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I believe that is uh, what's going on there. 
A bridge uh, over troubled waters. A bridge over uh, whatever street that is right there. Uh, R-O-F-L-M-A-O. <laughs> don't make me do, don't make me think, okay? Uh, maybe this person's seen in advance uh, all the episodes. He says, Jeter says there were no gift baskets. Quote, that's stupid, end quote. He said, LOL. Hmm. Well, if, that, if, if they're not going to get into details and he just says that's stupid, I may not finish this thing. I want to know about the gift baskets. That really intrigues you, doesn't it? Yes. Why? Do you know how many segments that burned on the TJ at 10 show back in the day? So what is the report of the gift baskets that he would give gift baskets to his girlfriends? Uh, it wasn't even girlfriends. It was uh, conquests. Okay. And then he would take them to the back door. Hand them a gift basket and say, thank you for your coming by. Uh, never come back again. Here's a nice parting gift. That's the rumor. Okay. I want to know where the gift baskets came from, who he had to sign them, how many gift baskets he gave out. I need questions answered about the gift basket. Like a congratulations. Congratulations. You got, you to, got to spend to the with night me. with me. Uh, yeah. Here's the back door. Goodbye. <laughs> Like you're going to like a, a child's birthday party, yes, and on the way out, party everybody favor. got a, a party favor. <laughs> That's yeah. right. <laughs> All right. Well, fingers crossed, we get to that eventually. I'm going to guess tonight we got episodes three and four tonight. So I hope there's a whole lot of him playing shortstop for the New York Yankees tonight, because that's what I really want to see. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what you're going to get. Uh, hey, Toby. How much does Tom Brady pay for a corn of cob? A corn on the cob? A fucking ear! Oh, boy. Now, we can't, like, one dad hey, joke a day is hey, good. We had we the originator of the dad jokes. You all can't jump in. Turn the text line into this, or it's gonna, you're going to wear it out, all right? 8 o'clock, coming up at 820, Phil Elson joins us to talk more Arkansas football. Arkansas at number 22 on our countdown today. We'll be back.